1: MLB, DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, July 5th edition. Hope everybody had a fun and safe 4th of July, and we get back to reality today on the 5th, and work week, DFS, 8 game slate on tap, not the best pitching, like literally you have a guy at thirteen four, a guy at 11-8, and then it drops all the way down to 8,100 bucks. There's no 10, there's no 9, there's no even mid-8s, it's just, it's bad, really, really bad is the best way I can put it. So let's just kick it off with your totals. On this slate, Marlins, Nationals, total of nine. Rangers, Tigers, nine and a half. Braves, Brewers, waiting on that one. Orioles, Twins, waiting on that one as well. as A couple spot starters coming into play there. White Sox, Astros, eight. Padres, D-backs, eight and a half. Angels, Mariners, eight and a half. Cardinals, Giants, seven and a half. So yes, lots and lots and lots of really good bats today. So let's take a look at some of these pitchers, though. Kicking it off with Justin Verlander, 13400 bucks, Far and away, on this slate, the best pitching off. Far and away. He's been just outstanding this year, averaging 27.4 points per game at home. He faced the White Sox once already, six innings, two hits, nowhere in five Ks for 24.5 DraftKings points. The way pitching is, unless you find that magical rabbit out there, Verlander's going to be – you're going to want to find a way to get him in your lineup, I think. He's uh, facing a, a White Sox team we know struggles by, against righties a ton, 25% K rate. Verlander's got a 31% K rate. Uh, he does give up a lot of fly balls, is the only bugaboo in that one, but a 2.4 total for the White Sox. It's a full run lower than the next lowest total on the slate. Lefties hit 216, righties 272 off Verlander. They have an average Woba and an average ISO versus righties. Verlander is a phenomenal play. I shouldn't have to tell you much more than that, but he's great. Johnny Quato's coming off the DL. He's 11,800. I will wait and see what Johnny Cueto brings to the table. But uh, if you want to be really crazy, he's available. Now it gets fun. We'll drop down to 7800 bucks to Matt Boyd of the Detroit Tigers. A lot of these pitchers are Russian roulette. Just realize that now. They've had their good starts. They've had their bad starts of late. I, I, I won't go into all of their game logs. But one thing I like about Boyd is he's facing a Texas team that strikes out 23% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Boyd's got a 20.5% K rate. Does give up a lot of hard contact and a lot of fly balls is a uh, concern, to say the least. But uh, you're facing a Texas team with a 4.65 total, lefties 257, righties 317. They have a 326 woba that's good versus lefties and an average ISO of 167. But that strikeout rate, strikeout upside, you want – most of these pitchers are going to give up a handful of runs tonight, it looks like, unless you find that diamond in the rough. So you're going to want guys with K upside to help kind of alleviate some of that pain. So a guy like Matt Boyd at 7800 bucks definitely brings that to the table. A guy that doesn't bring as much K upside, but his opponent does is Jeremy Hellickson, and he's also a minus 172 favorite. That's something we're going to have to look at on this slate. Uh, The Marlins strike out almost 24% of the time versus right-handed pitchers. Hellickson actually has a K rate of just about 20%, which is nice, and a ground ball rate of 44%. So he's in a really phenomenal matchup. We know the Marlins aren't that good. They have the third lowest team total at 3.9, tied with the third lowest. Lefty's 341, righty's 299. It's a righty heavy lineup, also outside of Dietrich and uh, Riddle and Bohr. You got a lot, a lot of righties. They have a 297 Woban and a 129 ISO, both uh, below average. Very, very bad versus right handed pitching. So a guy like Jeremy Hellickson is in play for you at 7,700. I think the popular play here, and the kid's been really, really good, and I will read off his last game, is Max Fried coming in and pitching at Milwaukee, 7,500 bucks his last time out. Uh, lights out against St. Louis. Six and two-thirds, four hits, no earned. 11 Ks for 36.8 points. Start prior to that, five innings, four hits, one earned. Six Ks for 15.9. He's And then he had two uh, relief appearances prior. as those two starts. He's been electric, 37 and 16 points. You know, 16-plus points on a slate like this is pretty darn good with these pitchers. So he faces a Milwaukee team that doesn't strike out as much as people would think, though. 19.5% K rate. Freed can offset that a bit with his strikeout rate. He has a phenomenal ground ball rate. Does give up a lot of hard contact in his small sample size. Um, You look at also lefties 292, righties 335. So Freed is definitely in play. He's a really good arm. Really, really good arm. I I don't mind him at all. I think he's a solid, solid play. He should be popular. But um, just be careful because every now and then these kids have their hiccups and it could get ugly. After Max Freed, we go to Marco Gonzalez at 7,300 bucks. At home against the Los Angeles Angels Manaheim. he's faced them twice this year, combining for 11, 8, 7, 14 Ks, averaging 14 points per game against the Angels. At home, he's averaging about 18 points per game. He's been very, very good. 35 points his last time out in Kansas City, and then 11.3, 6.9, 13.9, 18.9, 24, 22, 29, 12. A lot of consistency there. He usually doesn't completely destroy your lineup. He might not give you everything you need but he's not going to crush you, which I really like about Marco Gonzalez. The Angels only strike out 20% of the time. But again, he struck out 14 uh, in 11 in pitch. So definitely something, he's got some upside there. Good ground ball rate of 46%. Angels have a 4.2 team total, lower half of the slate. Uh, lefties 331, righties 337, which is surprising for Marco with his really good numbers. And the Angels haven't really been world beaters against lefties this year. 304 Woba, barely above average, and a 156 ISO, barely above average as well. So, Nothing, you know, they do have the scary bats of Trout and Upton and, you know, sometimes Kinsler, Andleton Simmons, so on and so forth. At the same time, uh, they can be tamed. You're in Seattle on Safeco, which is a really nice thing to look at. Now, if you absolutely want to punt to your second pitcher, just absolutely want to punt him, and you don't mind rolling the dice, I'm going to say it, and this really pains me, but this is how bad this slate is. Andrew Kaschner is 4600 He His game logs for you here. Fifteen nine eight seven eleven two eight nine nine five 11 got destroyed against Tampa Bay 12 seven 14 eight seven so essentially outside of one start so nine of his last 10 starts he's like eight and a half or better. yes we want double digits and he's shown the upside to get to the 15s and 16s he's 4600 bucks he's a bat he's the price of a bat that's how you have to visualize this he's the price of a bat if you can get me 10 or more points we are happy as can be. As long as you don't get negative points and get me, like, say, five or more, it's not the end of the world. So take that into consideration with Andrew Kaschner at 4,600 bucks. He is in play as much as I can't stand him. Minnesota does strike out over 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Kaschner's numbers aren't great, but they're not horrible. 41% ground ball rate, a really good hard contact rate of only 30%. Um, And a Minnesota team that uh, a 311 Woba versus righty is barely above average. They do have a good ISO of 173. And we know Kaschner's not great. You would not be shocked if Minnesota actually absolutely tattoos him. But at $4,600, you can't just completely ignore him like we do on most slates. There's other good options down below. There no, are no other good options down below. So Kaschner at 46 is worth a look. So, a quick recap of this wonderful pitching slate. You have Justin Verlander, by far and away, the best option by himself. And then you have Kaschner all by himself down at the bottom. But in the 7K of Merck you got Freed 1, Gonzalez 2, Boyd 3, Helix and 4. Just pick your poison, whichever one you feel comfortable with. They all kind of, to me, Freed has the most upside, but he's volatile. We don't know everything he's got. The rest of the guys are all just boom or bust, and it's going to be really interesting to see how it all pans out. Let's go to the bats on this eight-game slate. Kicking it off with the catcher's position. You got guys like JT Realmuto, we talked about him a lot. Expensive as heck, but he's on fire. If you want to go there, you can. You have a guy like Evan Gaddis who crushes lefties facing Carlos Rodon. Uh, when you look at the Astros, they should be in a good spot again tonight. Yeah, so far still waiting on fourteen total. But they're the highest at five point six against Rodon. He's kind of a reverse splits, but everybody's hitting him right now. Lefties three seventy, righties three sixteen. So and Evan Gaddis is another great option up top here at forty one hundred bucks. Really solid look there. Uh, John Ryan Murphy against Lauer of uh, San Diego's thirty nine hundred bucks. So it's in Arizona, which really You know, everyone wants to talk about the humanor. I get it. But you have Lauer, lefties at 311, righties 369. So a guy like John Ryan Murphy at 39 in play for you as well. Uh, If you're not using Matt Boyd, Trinos at 37 is worth the look. Pretty much (laughs) we're going to do this at every position. With as bad as the pitching is, there's going to be a ton of bats to choose from. Uh, I mentioned John Hicks yesterday against uh, the lefty. He went deep. Facing Gallardo, I'll still take that chance. When you look at uh, the Detroit Tigers facing Gallardo, Detroit's got the third highest total at 4.85. Lefty's 379, righty's 339. So a guy like John Hicks at 33, first base catcher eligible, is there again. Um, the story of Willens Astadio. I'm not recommending you run and play him. He is only 3300 bucks for the, 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 the Orioles. He's a character, though. Just go look up his info. Whatever we're going to talk about him on Around the Bases next week. This little guy plays everywhere. He's 3300 bucks if you want. He's from Minnesota facing Kashner. He's third base catcher eligible if you need some punts at third base or whatever. He's in play. He's been playing well, but not running to just like half to half him in there. Just wanted to bring him up for you. Farther down you look, uh, you know, your Martin Maldonados of the World of 3K versus Gonzalez. Don't hate that at all. Uh, maybe a Mitch Garver at 2,900. Uh, Rafi Lopez at 28 if he's catching for San Diego. Shelby Miller has been disastrous his first two starts. Absolutely horrible. The Padres are usually a team you try to get right with, so maybe that'll fix things. But he is just bad. Really, really, really bad. Um, so keep an eye on that. Let's go to the first base position. The Platters will probably be your cheapy Plats of the day. Uh, you got Goldie at 52. Definitely in play. Freddie Freeman's day-to-day. If he plays against Jocene, we know lefties against Jocene. Definitely a target at 53, so keep that in mind. Uh, Brandon Belt at 47 can be in play. Luke Weaver's been really good the first two times through the order. Jason Collette talked a lot about it. Uh, his third time through the order. He just gets blown up, so keep an eye on that one. Uh, You got guys like Jose Abreu against Verlander at GPP. You could look that way, but I'll look at guys like Yuli Gurriel at 4K. I seem to gravitate him every day in at least a handful of the lineups I make. He went deep yesterday for the fifth time this year. He's just consistently a really, really good ball player. So uh, Gurriel at 4K is definitely worth a shot. If you aren't using Cashner, guys like Joe Mauer at 39, I like Eric Hosmer a lot at 38. Um, I usually um, – regulars of the show, no, I'm not a fan of a lot of – usually when I target Padres, it's against bad lefties and you get Renfro and company for the power. This is – the Padres are stackable tonight against Shelby Miller. They're very stackable. They um, have a team total of 3.92, which is low, but for them it's pretty darn good. And they're horrible against right-handed pitching. That's why this is – if Shelby Miller can't do it tonight, he so maybe he's a GPP arm if you're on the go there, but lefties have hit 421, right? He's 348 off him to start out. He's been so, so bad – that you're going to want to look at these Padres tonight. And Eric Hosmer at 38, definitely a guy you can look at. You know, on the year, he's hit only 267. He's got nine homers, uh, 37 runs, but a 765 OPS. And he can run into one from time to time. So he's an interesting play tonight. The farther down we look, you know, like a Matt Adams at 38 versus Lopez of Miami is in play. Um, maybe a Brad Miller leading off against Freed at 37, if you want to go that route. But like Justin Bohr at 35 against Helixson is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal play. I like that a ton. Lomo versus Cashner at 35, another great play. Uh, so those are a couple you can definitely look into and lock and load and, and uh, get some value at the first base position. Let's go over to second base where you'll have Ozzie Albies at 55, which is a great play against Chassin. Uh The Braves, lefties 359, righties 311 versus Chassin. So yeah, like guys like Albies at 55, Freeman, Marquecas, Enciarte all in play tonight. Altuve at 52 is definitely worth a look at Rodon. I'd try to get up to Albie's if possible, but I get it if you want to stick down at uh, like a, a Houston stack, definitely in play for you. Um, you know, Johan Moncada and GPP at 38. I could see Alan Hansen if he's leading off for the Giants. I only like Alan Hansen if he's super cheap, which he's 38, not super cheap. But at 38, if he's leading off, I still like him quite a bit. So keep uh, an eye on the Giants lineup. Uh, Nico Goodrum at 36, nice little play in fifth in that Tigers lineup against Gallardo, second base outfield eligible. You can go that direction. Um, Corey Spangenberg, second base, third base at 34. He's been kind of disappointing, but again, that matchup for Shelby Miller. Just even if you don't want to stack the Padres, they can be like you can do like a two man or a three man stack, a smaller stack, or basically cheap one offs. That's like Spangenberg, a cheap one off for 3,400 bucks. Uh, Jose Perel is 3,300 second base outfield. Almost see where the lineup comes out for San Diego and where like their two through five guys are and kind of see prices and mix and match because you know Hosmer's 38 he's gonna be one of the most expensive guys they have so really nothing too uh, terrifying. Let's go over to the third base position where we got Alex Bregman at fifty five is outstanding. Like you could do a you could do Verlamner with any pitcher if you want cash we can get all the bats but you can do any of the 7K guys Sprinkle a couple Padres in there. You could stack the Astros. You can have a fun, fun day or stack the Braves. I'd rather stack the Astros, but you can do all kinds of fun stuff. But Bregman at 55 is in play for you. Uh, Rendon's been just crushing baseballs, and he's always low owned because people go to Bregman or third base is just always loaded, period. So Rendon at 48, even tonight, is definitely in play against Lopez of Miami. Uh, Matt Carpenter in a GPP versus Cueto at 46. I don't hate it at all. Uh, Eduardo Escobar at 44 against Cashner is definitely going to play. Travis Shaw at 43 in a GPP. Love me some Heimer Candelario at, thir- at 4K against Gallardo. Detroit could be another one of those sneaky stacks for Gallardo. Uh, you know there are going to be some random crappy pitchers that just ball out tonight and ruin some lineups, but uh, it's an interesting slate because when everything's this bad – it just turns into a just like a car, like a destruction derby and whoever can make it out on top. It's, and that's kind of fun at times. And then other times you just want to throw your phone at the wall and turn the app off. Um, Danny Valencia at 36 for a value play. You can look that direction. Again, Spangenberg is only 34 here at the third base position for some value. And then Estadio, we talked about for Minnesota is 3300 bucks. If he's in a good spot in that uh, Minnesota Twins lineup, give him a, a look. Shortstop. Machado at 53 is always in play every day of the week. But you got guys like Gene Segura at 47 in your GPPs, Trey Turner at 46. If you want to do some Washington action? Um, I think they're a little overlooked. You got Lopez taking the out. He's not that good of a pitcher. Let's just be blatantly honest about it. Um, you have a Washington team with a five total. It's the second highest on the slate. Very very small sample, but uh, he's like, pa- Pablo Lopez is a right-handed pitcher with reverse splits: lefties 197, righties 480 so keep that in mind and Trey Turner in his career has been actually much better versus righties than lefties so something to think about there and you'll probably get a lot of Miami bullpen too so it could be a nice GPP type play Eduardo Escobar at 44 in play for you um, you know you go down like maybe an Elvis Andres versus Boyd at 38 I can definitely get behind that A young Camargo third base shortstop at 3700 versus Chassin I, I don't mind that at all JT Riddle our boys 3200 definitely in play for you there He he popped off Jorge Polanco, 3K, starting to get it going. For the Twins, his third-base shortstop bill is, what, $3,000. Miguel Rojas at 29, another value. Freddy Galvis another left-handed bat for San Diego at 29. So definitely some value at the shortstop position if you're going to need it. Then heading the outfield, you'll be loaded with the guys like Mike Trout at 6K, Harper at 54, both great plays. Uh, even Nelly Cruz at 51, I don't mind, but I'd rather have Eddie Rosario at 51. And uh, uh, Nicky Castillo told you I was all over him yesterday. I had 100% on the day slate. And he went to Ding Dong City. He is just crushing baseballs. It is hard to leave him out of the lineup. And I love him again tonight against Gallardo. We talked about how bad Gallardo is. Lefty's 379, righty's 339. Nicky Castillo is a world-class hitter. He stands out way above the crowd in Detroit. So 5K for Nicky Castillo, definitely in play there. A guy like A.J. Pollock versus the lefty Lauer at 49 can be very good. He's come off the DL. Hasn't made a ton of noise um, since his return. Let's take a look. You know, two, four, two. Those are his three games that's coming off the deal. Maybe he's still trying to get loose, but we used to always target Pollock first lefties. Could be a breakout game tonight against Lauer. You're gonna have a ton of choices. You know, uh Georgie Springer's been slumping, but he's forty eight. You got Nick Markakis at 48, Justin Upton at 47. Those are all good looks for you. Juan Soto against Pablo Lopez at 46 is outstanding. That is a great play. He could take him definitely to Ding Dong City. Enciarte uh, at 43 is definitely worth a look. Um, you go down to Shohei Otani's at 4K versus Marco Gonzalez. Keep that name in mind when we talk about something down the line here. You go down further, like a Travis Jankowski. He's leading off for San Diego at 39. It's interesting. I like some of the other San Diego bats better than Jankowski, but he's still, you know, if he's leading off and you're stacking, he's in play. Mitch Matt Adams really at 38. Uh, you go to Denard Span at 38 versus Barilla. He's in play. Hunter Renfro for the home run at 3,700. Derek Dietrich at 37 versus Hellickson is also worth a look. Uh, Gorky Sardanas if he's sitting at the top of the order at 37, I could like that. Um, I got Josh Reddick 36 if he's in the lineup and he might not be versus the lefty. Nico Goodrum at 36 we do like. We talked about him already. Uh, Adam Jones at 35 and a GPP. He's very cheap. Rex Grossman and Max Kepler are both 34 versus Trashner. Those are definitely in play for you. Um, Tons and tons to pick from tonight, boys and girls. Ben Gamble at 32 as a punt. Cole Calhoun at 32. I know it's lefty-lefty, but still not a horrible punt there. I'm not really running the target, Marco Gonzalez, but hey, it's a wild night, folks. Wild, wild west out there. But uh, check lineups and see what other value comes up. Hopefully you don't need too much value on the slate if you do the pitching just right. Recapping the pitching, as we said, you got Verlander by himself up top. You got Cashner by himself down below, but in the middle, I rank it like this. Max Freed. Marco Gonzalez Matt Boyd Jeremy Hellickson Uh, when you're looking at the stacking and whatnot on this slate you go so many directions with it you can go the obvious routes with like Houston versus Rodon which I absolutely love the Nationals versus Pablo Lopez which could be very very nice very lucrative Um, but then like Detroit always gets overlooked in a great match versus Gallardo you got uh, lefties or you got Texas Raiders righties versus Boyd but the D-backs could be a really good one against Lauer definitely overlooked in that matchup um the every every matchup has a bright spot I think the Padres can be a super good one The Giants offense is much better at home They're coming out of Coors though Sometimes that game after Coors can be interesting You never know So lots and lots of ways to go on this slate Let's look at your BVP real quick uh, Before we head on out of here uh, Oh and watch the weather in Detroit Texas in Detroit There's good chances of off and on rain It's pretty um, Doesn't look very stable at the moment So maybe it goes around or it fades away We'll see but uh, Derek Dietrich and Justin Bohr have homers off Jeremy Hellickson. Nick Castellanos, 3-for-5 with a triple off Gallardo. Robinson Chirinos 3-for-7, two homers off Boyd. Uh, Beltre's 4-for-10, Andrews 4-for-10. Uh, beltra has got a homer as well. Freddie Freeman, 5-for-11 with a double and two homers off Chassine. Max Kepler's taking Cashner deep. Uh, Tyler White, if he's in the lineup for Houston, he's 2-for-3 with two homers off Rodon. Jose Abreu owns Justin Verlander, 15 for 38. It's a 395 average, two doubles, five home runs. That's why I mentioned Abreu at the first base position. I mentioned a lot of other guys, but in a GPP, Abreu would be basically not owned at all. It could be very interesting. Abbas Garcia has been crushing baseballs. He's 8 for 29, two doubles, hitting 276. I'm probably going to be 100% Verlander, so I won't have any of these guys, but if you're going to be different, you definitely do something like that. Mitchie Two-Bags, or Mitchie Haniger, I mean, because Two-Bags is in Boston. Mitch Hanniger, two for three with two homers versus Berea. Mike Trout, five for nine, two doubles and a homer versus Marco Gonzalez. Uh, Yadi Molina hitting 267, but 12 for 45 with two doubles, a triple, and two homers off Johnny Cueto. Your birthdays today. We actually have a few to look at. Austin Hayes is not with the Orioles, but I wish he was. Shohei Otani, birthday today, so go check that out. And Jorge Polanco of Minnesota, his birthday as well. Couple of relievers in Felipe Vasquez and Tony Sangrani. Got Marco Estrada. So there's definitely some birthdays today, but the only bats you're really looking at are Otani and Polanco, if you believe in the birthday fun narrative, which to each their own, but it seems to pan out more than that. It's almost as good as Bobblehead Night. But there you have it, folks. Quickets in the books. Uh, I probably will not have a Friday edition. I am leaving early, early, early Friday morning. If I can get to it th- tonight, I will, but I can't promise anything as I will be packing. I am taking a little voyage to Napa to play some golf for the weekend. So, uh, might be taking Friday off. I'm sorry. I should be allowed to have a vacation once in a while. But um, I will definitely be in the Slack chat, tweeting out uh, information, probably on Twitter, tweeting out some stuff as well. I'll be around. There's a lot of great information. As I was recording, Max Freeze dropped a good second-half article for Fantasy Baseball. Uh, Francisco dropped his uh, final eight World Cup picks. Lots going on there. You know, Bench with Bubba with Doug Thorburn, episode 105 was phenomenal. If you're playing best balls for football, go check out the Beerswater one, episode 104. Around the bases with Bubba and Mo episode 71 is out. Really good stuff there as well. Tons and tons of content and tons more coming up throughout the weekend as usual. So if everybody has a good one. If I don't hear if I don't get back to you, I will talk to you on Monday. So I hope everybody has a great, great weekend. Hope everybody had a good fourth. Stay safe. Have fun. Enjoy the summertime. And good luck. May your screens be green. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, July 5th edition. I'm out.